Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is April 6th, 2023. It is Thursday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Glamcraft. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is Isn't it nice to think that tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it yet? by L.M. Montgomery. So we are drinking Freezer Spell. It is a green tea with lemon notes, and it's sweet, and it has creamy flavor. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. Um, I believe it is also a tea you can use magically uh, for helping awaken your spirituality and give you a boost when you feel magically stagnant. So we're talking about apples this week, and we already talked about apples in terms of mythology culinary. So we're going to talk about the health benefits of apple. And this comes to us from healthline.com. So with with over 7,000 different types of apples, it's no surprise they are widely consumed. So they are very nutritious. They may help support weight loss. Apples are high in fiber and water, and that makes them very filling. They can be good for your heart. Apples have been linked to lower uh, linked to a lower risk of heart disease. They're also linked to a lower risk of diabetes. And people also believe they may promote gut health. Apples contain pectin, a type of fiber that acts as a prebiotic. This means it feeds your gut and uh, it's just good bacteria. There are some studies that show it might help prevent cancer. Antioxidants in apples may offer beneficial effects against certain types of cancers, including lung, breast, and digestive tract. They believe it could also help fight asthma. The antioxidant-rich apples may help protect your lungs from oxidative damage. They also believe it could help protect your brain. So apples may protect your brain from damage caused, again, by this oxidative stress. So it really is the antioxidants that are just really, really abundant. And then they also, um, so research in rats shows that the antioxidant effects may protect the brain and nerves uh, from diseases like Alzheimer's and, and uh, dementia. So ultimately, apples are very nutritious, offer multiple health benefits. They're rich in fiber. Um, so they're just like good all around. And again, that's from healthline.com. All right, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from bamsmackpal.com. Cute. Agatha, coven of chaos, heartstopper star Joe Locke suits up as Wiccan in stunning image. 
So it's hard to believe that it's been over two years since WandaVision first arrived on Disney+. And while the future of Wanda and Vision within the Marvel Cinematic Universe remains unclear, there is one character from the series who will be making their way back to the MCU, and that is Agatha, the scene-stealing foil to Wanda's Scarlet Witch. In Agatha, Coven of Chaos, fans will get to revisit the breakout character of Agatha Harkness in a new series that will revisit the character and further explore her journey in the MCU. While plot details surrounding the series remain unclear, it's expected the new series will further explore the mythical side of the MCU and introduce characters connected to Agatha in the comics. So, leading the cast of Agatha, Coven of Chaos, is of course Catherine Hahn, who will be reprising her scene-stealing role as Agatha. She'll be joined in what is shaping up to be an incredible cast. Oh my god, I just saw a bunch of names and now I'm so excited! Okay, so we have Joe Locke, Aubrey Plaza, Maria Dizia, Jebra Rowe Rump, um, who is uh, um, Eric's mom, Kitty, in That 70s Show. Emma Caulfield, so that is Anya from Buffy, Ali Ann, Patty Lapone, and Shashir Zamata. Oh my gosh, this is such a great cast. I'm so excited. I didn't even know about this. I'm so pumped. Super cool. Oh, and they all they already have images out. Wow. Okay, when does this come out? Okay, they're saying December 2023. Cool. I'm ready. I'm in. Okay, witches, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent, and after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Thursday, April 6th. The full moon dances lightly through Libra today. Here, the moon opposes the sun and Jupiter. With a full moon, we're asked to reflect on what we have been building up to all month and see what our planted seeds have borne. In Libra, we're considering what our diplomatic efforts have wrought and how we can continue to bring everyone to the table. Jupiter and the sun in Aries challenges us to not think of individuals as a monolith. Each person needs and deserves their own approach to the negotiations. Your daily moon mantra is, a diplomat is a person who thinks twice before he says nothing. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Get ready to be spellbound by the Glam Witch. Originally considered to be the essence of a witch's spell, glamour is an ultimate act of magic. Used to master and manipulate one's appearance, true glamour magic is about honoring and expressing yourself to ultimately get what you want in the world. Intersecting visual aesthetic with the esoteric, Michael Herkes, the glam witch, takes you into their world of glamour with a personal pictorial on the magical art of beauty, fashion, and glamour magic. Whether your goal is to get attention, a new job, a date, or even go unnoticed, here you will be guided on how to craft a magical message with your presence by cultivating confidence with magical application, integrating magic into your beauty regimes with cosmetic, hair care, and fashion, bewitching with body language, eye contact, and seduction through 
through the senses, manifesting a magical persona that caters to your most unique qualities, and utilizing crystals, dolls, fragrances, tarot cards, and more to maximize your glamour efforts. Only 200 of these limited editions will be sold, so grab yours now at theglamwitch.com. All right, so we are back. So we're um, we're having our full moon time. We're moving into full moon in April. So this is the full pink moon. So April's full moon, and it's going to be in Libra. So April 5th, okay, which I think is today, maybe? No, or was it today? Who can say? I said it earlier, but I don't know. Um, so anyways, we're moving into the full moon. So let's see what this means for us. So in general, full, full moons bring information to light and serve as moments of release and prompt us to create more balance in our lives. As this particular full moon occurs in Libra, the sign of scales, it emphasizes the importance of balance and harmony even more. So during this period, some key themes to contemplate could be moderation, patience, teamwork, Let's take a look at what the full moon in Libra represents and what this could mean for your sign. So full moons take place when the sun and moon are opposite of the zodiac signs. So a full moon in Libra can only occur during Aries season. This is our first clue as to what this full moon is about. The sun symbolizes ego and vitality. And in fire sign Aries, the energy is all about me. But the moon, a symbol of emotion and change, has a different message in Libra. We. So this is a significant moment for confrontation, collaboration, and compromise. As the self-centered focus of Aries season breaks, the full moon in Libra commands consideration for others. It's not that Aries people are self-centered. Aries season is merely a time for all of us, regardless of our zodiac signs, to zero in on oneself. Yeah, totally. If you know anything about Aries, Aries, um, they're definitely the leaders, so they tend to think that they like know best. But leaders or Aries um, are often leading for the sake of the people. So Aries are actually not that uh, self-centered because they're just so focused on trying to do what's best for everyone. Um, and I think Aries tends to get a bad rap for being self-centered when uh, that's typically not the case. They just are hyper-focused on what's good for everybody. And because they're focused on that, they'll tend to um, dismiss people who are maybe trying to hyper-focus on what's good for maybe only one person or one group. So while it may seem like Aries thinks that they know what's best, it's because they're maybe focusing on everyone versus um, people who are more focused on things that are very like individualized. So Libra people aren't wholly obsessed with partnership, even if they do love to flirt, connect, and enjoy relationships. It's more important that the full moon in Libra is a time for learning more about other people's perspectives. Uh, information frequently comes to light during full moons, and we may gain a special glimpse into how other people feel during this time. So the scales symbolize a balance, fairness, and justice. So full moons in Libra can be pivotal for moments of creating peace and harmony. And then full moons can be also very emotional times. Libra is a cool intellectual air sign, and we may be working with feelings that come up in a more detached intellectual manner. Um, yeah, super cool. 
Okay, so during this full moon, the sun approaches a conjunction with lucky Jupiter in Aries, inspiring an expansive atmosphere, and great opportunities may arise. Conjunctions are just when two or more planets meet at the same degree of the zodiac, right? And then we have Venus and Gemini, and um, yeah, I'm not going to get into uh, all the specifics. But Mars is approaching a sextile to Mercury, which could find communication moving pretty swiftly, which we we like to see it. So how will this affect the signs? April's full pink moon may be especially impactful for Libras and Aries. Typically cool, calm, and collected air sign Libra could be prone to big displays of emotion, and Aries may need to reckon with the results of their rash decisions they have made, but both could find a powerful equilibrium at this time too. The full pink moon could also challenge Cancers and Capricorns. Both of these signs may be called to create a better work-life balance, with Capricorn perhaps focusing on creating a better relationship with the public, maybe by limiting what they share to their followers or by simply embracing the spotlight. And Cancer could be invited to get clear on what they need at home or in their personal life to feel more safe, secure, and comfortable. Now, Leo and Sagittarius may feel incredibly productive during this full moon. Social lives, love lives may be very busy, and then creative breakthroughs could also take place. Taurus could be prodded out of their uh, luxurating to focus on their responsibilities during this time, while Scorpio could be invited to slow down and rest during this April full moon. Virgo and Pisces' focus could be on money matters and fair give and take in relationships. Gemini and Aquarius may be enjoying communication breakthroughs. Information they've been seeking could finally arrive. So no matter your zodiac sign, the full moon in Libra calls for us to look at our relationships. This could be a powerful time to transform dynamics, share our appreciation and feelings, and um, bring partnerships that are no longer right for us to a close. New relationships could bloom too. This is the pink moon after all. Spring is here, the sun is setting with Jupiter, and new opportunities are abound. And that came to us um, from Vice. All right, witches. We are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Kim Dunn. Kim, you celestial splendid Valkyrie. Nessie, Nessie, you pretty bombastic fae queen. Josephine, Josephine, you starry-eyed loyal sunset. And Lisa McGinnis, you transcendent, graceful sun goddess. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. And before we leave today, we do have a card from the Buffy Tarot. We have six of skites. So no one asks for their life to change, but change it does. You are not helpless or a puppet. Take it from the slayer herself. Like Buffy, the Six of Skies emboldens you to forge ahead, confident that you can handle whatever comes your way. Don't resign yourself to being a victim, but take ownership over what's next and shift your perspectives to view it as an opportunity. All right, witches, that's all I've got for you today. Uh, don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we've referenced can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. 
and we will talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day, full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. I had an abortion when I was 15 years old in my home state of Arizona in 1994. It was not a decision that I made lightly, but I have never for one moment doubted that it was the right decision for me. But so much has changed in Arizona and many other states since then. If I were that same 15-year-old in Arizona today legally, I would have to get parental consent. I would be forced to undergo a medically unnecessary ultrasound, go to a state-mandated in-person counseling session designed solely to shame me into changing my mind, and then take a state-mandated 24-hour time out to make sure I really know what I wanted. And finally, I would be forced to give the state a reason why. Well, here is mine. It is my body, not the state's. Women and their doctors are the ones that are in the best position to make informed decisions about what is best for them no one else. No bill that criminalizes abortion will stop anyone from making this incredibly painful decision. These bans will not stop abortion from happening, but they will drive women and girls and people into the shadows, which is what this has always been about, shaming and controlling women's bodies. In the week after I shared my story on my show, women were coming up to me in the street, in the supermarket, at my gym, with tears in their eyes, thanking me for my bravery. But the word brave didn't sit right with me. Why is it brave to speak to an experience that millions of people around the world throughout history have gone through? And then I realized it is considered brave because as women, we have been taught to feel shame about our bodies since birth. I am so sad that we have to sit here in front of a row of politicians and give deeply personal statements because the why doesn't matter, it should not matter. I am a human being that deserves autonomy in this country that calls itself free, and choices that a human being makes about their own bodies should not be legislated by strangers who can't possibly know or understand each individual circumstances or beliefs. I'm here today to help destigmatize a legitimate medical procedure and continue to encourage women not to allow themselves to be shamed for their choices. And finally, I am here today for my two little girls, Birdie and Cricket. My dream for them is that they will live in a world in which women are truly equal with complete control over their own reproductive health. That is the dream I hold for all people, regardless of their privilege or parents or what state they live in. That dream is slipping further and further from reality with every ban passed. I hope that you, our elected leaders, can help us reverse the tide. Thank you. I look forward to today's discussion.